Hi, everyone. Welcome to our first episode of Magical Curiosities. Uh, my co-host, Sarah, you met her. Um, we had another Goodbye Bullshit Hello Happiness with her, I think, several weeks ago now. I don't know. Time is kind of mushed together. About a couple yeah. weeks ago, right? Yes. So we have decided we just have so much fun together chit-chatting that we decided uh, once a month we're going to dedicate the show to magical curiosities we're going to talk about all things magic and today we wanted to since being our first show wanted to talk about just the word magic what does it mean the definition that each one of us have and how do we communicate um about magic and communicate our magic to other people as well so um let's get started sarah Okay. <laughs> so you go first. What's your definition of magic? You know, it's funny. I haven't been able to come up with just one. All right, so actually, so. I would like to throw out, I think, what is a very common definition of magic that I've been asking people around me because, you know, that's how I am curious about how they think about it. So my dad's uh, definition of magic is things. Um, let me make sure I can say this right. Um we call things that are magic the things that we don't understand. Mm. And I was, I, I'm not surprised. He's a lawyer, by the way. So I'm not surprised that's sort of how he defines it. And interestingly, I think that definition is actually quite common. Um, you know, we think about pre-technology or, you know, ancient civilizations. If you imagine dropping them into our world, right, everything is going to feel crazy and weird and magical. Mm-hmm. And so this idea that, we're coming up, we're calling it magic because we don't know what else to call it. And I think that that's ab- absolutely true, actually. I, th- I think that is the way that we tend to work. However, I was realizing that the part that's missing, well, there's several parts missing, but one part in particular that um, I think is missing from that is the is the things that we do understand how they work and they still are magic, such as, I mean, I mean, they even call it, right, the miracle of childbirth. There's a reason that people talk about it as being a miracle. Um, Same thing with, even for me, just watching birds fly. I understand the mechanics and the mechanism of it, but it, it still brings me so much excitement and joy in my heart (laughs) to watch that. So I think I was realizing, I think that it kind of, you have to look, there's a micro micro level of magic and a macro level of magic and everything in between. And a lot of times I think when people are communicating, I don't want to say across each other, but like they're not kind of hitting the same wavelength when they're discussing magic. It's more just they're looking at a different portion of magic. So what I love about all you? those definitions. Um, my magic, magic to me is everything. Mm. It really is everything because, um, and I think we have a big, nice title for this um, show because we call it Magical Curiosities. I think anything that makes you curious and excited to see it, to see it in different ways, to play with it, experiment with it, and um, that brings joy in your heart and that excitement, that is magic. And I think 
uh, I love what you said that everybody does have a different definition and um, I don't think we can have one definition for magic that everybody agrees on. Um, and to the two definitions, I made some notes here. The first definition that you mentioned is uh, people relate magic to things that they don't understand. Um, true, and I think among those people, most of them, that's why they stay away from magic because of that definition that creates fear in them. I don't understand it. Therefore, I don't know if I'm safe and I have to stay away from it, um, fear-based. And then the second one goes to something else I mentioned, which was, you know, things that you understand and still magical, like what you mentioned with the birds flying. And I love that. I love watching birds fly. They are magical. Anything that flies, butterflies, oh my God, they're, they're magical. Um, and you said it too. It made your heart sing. So it is that anything inside that just brings you joy, it brings you magic. And um, I always tell people, it doesn't matter what others think. As long as it makes you happy, as long as you believe in it, and as long as it brings joy and excitement to your world, to your heart, the rest of it, throw it out the window. It doesn't matter what others think about it. And I think that's a really hard place to be, not even just in discussing magic, right? Just in life. <laughs> um, actually, one of your posts had something to do with this idea, right? That everyone is different and it's okay to be different. And like, even if it means that you're alone, standing alone in your own very specific perspective, that there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that we are kind of, told that we should be part of a collective mm -hmm. or part of something bigger. Let me say though, that's actually when it comes to magic and, and your definition of it's everything. I complete, I personally completely understand where that's coming from. I'm not saying that I can live there yet, but I do see it as a, as a place, <laughs> a place as a way, a, a way that you can experience the world that makes daily living joyful it and i go in and out of that space right now i'm sort of figuring out how to stay more or less in that space but um this, this idea of it being everything i think that's very difficult for people who have not had an experience with you like have not done sessions with you or have not had experience of sort of where you are in the world yeah i wouldn't yeah I, yeah i'm just saying that's a, i, I would just say i agree uh I don't say not everybody that hasn't experienced me. No, sorry. I mean, <laughs> but the I'm way thinking I about the unicorns. I'm I, sorry. I don't know. You're right. You're right. Unicorns. But what I, I do agree that it is hard for a lot of people because they are looking for that acceptance out there. And um, when you do, you know, I, I, I have a tagline. I use a lot on everything. Actually, the tagline for the unicorns, transform your reality, choose to see magic. And it is a choice. Yes. You, magic, when you make it a choice in your life and you make it a choice in how the, you view things and experience things, then that by itself, it starts transforming things and moving you. And it goes back to the first point we made where 
it is something that makes your heart sing and makes your heart excited. Um, to me, um, yesterday, like uh, um, Ladybug, you know, I saw a Ladybug um, on a leaf and like two seconds later, I turned around, looked back, it was on the window in front of me. And I was walking by and I was like, I was like so excited. I was like a little kid, I was like, oh my God, you were there two seconds ago. Now you're on the window. Look at your little feet, look at your <laughs> wings. So it just, um, does it, uh, does it make you feel like a kid? Yes. Um, but I think that's why kids experience a lot more magic than adults because they are willing to see it like that. And going back to your point about making it is difficult because I don't think with these parts becomes difficult, but when we're talking about more um, on the um, on the subjects of magic that's not acceptable to all, meaning uh, mediumship, uh, experiencing the world of what I call the unseen world, the unseen sort of the unreal part of this reality, whatever you call it. Um, or, you know, if you look at your view right now, there's this view in, you know, some people call it three dimensional and then there's like four or fifth dimensions, whatever you want to call it. There's so many terminologies, but I say seen and unseen and that's when people start to have more of a difficult time to um, express their magic and say what they're seeing. Because the real stuff, like, you know, getting excited about birds and uh, unicorns and glitters and, uh, you know, ladybugs, I think right. you get more people like that. But sure. um by the way, Hollis, thank you. Uh, let me just share what Hollis is saying. Hollis is saying, it's a choice. Magic is all of the moments we are alive, truly. And uh, she says, my family always makes fun of me, that it does not take much to make me, uh, make my day wow. That's true. I see that with you, Hollis. That is entirely true. She's another unicorn. Well, she's not in the unicorn, but she's a unicorn. Um, yeah, so go ahead, Sarah. Sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, let's see. I was going to say, and I think, you know, when you're also talking about seen and unseen, I was going to say the other definition I expected to pop up that I didn't hear anybody say was, uh, oh, it means Harry Potter magic, right? Mm. Or like this, this idea of like witchcraft, but sort of movie witchcraft. Mm -hmm. And, um, one of our other discussions that we we're having on the unicorns, um, we got brought up was brought up the idea of you know well what is new age modern witchcraft and i think it's so much more inclusive and accepting of people of where they are of the, your individual like sort of intuitive gifts or abilities um and i just wanted to define for those of you out there who maybe have a more negative or fear-based definition of witchcraft i just want to put it out there that <laughs> new age modern witchcraft the idea of it um is that everybody is born with the same tools mm -hmm. right? we all have the same sort of build and it's just some of us experience things more with different senses more and um that you can practice to make certain senses stronger 
and that everybody has the ability to practice uh, having their gifts, you know, be more in like ha having more control over their gifts or being able to experience them more deeply. Um, and one of the things I love about it is just, again, the inclusiveness of saying every single person on this planet has this ability. This is not a special club. And I think a lot of people look at it as a special club and it is absolutely not. Um, it's just whether you choose to label yourself that way or not, that's fine. The other thing is really um, spellcasting, in my opinion, I would define it as meaning intention setting, right? You're just mm -hmm. actively setting an intention. Some people will be more ritualistic than others. And then trying to hope that the universe will flow it to you. <laughs> and that's what it means to cast a spell. I I think all of it, I, I love that. Um, I always tell people, my clients, whoever comes, I said, you know, it's not, um, what I do is not exclusive to me, meaning every, like what you said, everybody has their gifts and talents. Everybody, uh, you know, uh, empaths, everybody's empath, if you want to connect to the world that way. Everybody, clairaudience, clairvisual, clairvoyance, whatever you want to call it, all those things, everybody has those capabilities. So um, it's not that certain people got those gifts and certain people didn't, it's whatever you wish to experience, wish to play with, or not, because there are a lot of people, they're like, yeah, no, I don't care to talk to spirits and do anything with the spirits, and there are people that do it. Um, and the definitions that we put around these things, I think, is part of the problem that um, there are, words have definite uh, energy with it. And those words that we have used that sort of, have a fear-based energy to it, then creates more fear with people. Witchcraft, generations and generations in different cultures, um, I think at some point they looked at it as part of like the uh, medicine women or medicine men, but then it changed, I don't know, maybe somebody, uh, some witch, warlock, whatever, decided they were gonna uh, cast a bad spell, you know, bad intention, and something did actually happen to that person. And then from then on, they say, oh, look, they have powers and it's bad, or something something like that, I figure must have happened, that then everybody got afraid of these things and um, changed their view. But, you know, um, spell casting is same as vision board. Yes. Or uh, when people talk about the um, God, the Abraham Hicks people, what, what is it they call it? Ah, I forgot the terminology. Um, that they're all about, uh, you know, the words and energy you do. The, ah, I forgot the terminology. You know what I'm talking about out there. Uh, but yeah. uh, um, it is, all of it is all about intention, the energy you put out there and what you get. It has, and nobody has any powers like that over you. Um, I think even with your best intention uh, or worst intention to harm somebody, uh, you're not gonna be able to do it. It's the people 
believing that something outside of them has power over them to harm them or bring something that fear itself is what's causing um, the hurt, the pain, and whatever comes with it, not the other person, if that makes sense. No, it makes complete sense to me. Yeah. And um, I don't, yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> uh, so, so the, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, so I don't know if we want to move on a little bit to this idea of like trying to communicate about magic. I think we're already kind of seeing <laughs> that, right, that it can be difficult sometimes to figure out the right words because well, I'm a word person. Like I, I know that I I am, I hold on to this a little too tightly. It's something I'm working mm -hmm. on. But this idea of being able to communicate with all different kinds of people about magic, which honestly I find as difficult as talking to somebody about God. Mm -hmm. Now, even just saying the word God, it depending on who you're talking to, that word hits people extremely differently. And mm -hmm. one of the things I was trying to explain to one of my friends when I was fairly new into this, and I just had my first experience communicating with a higher power. And just for background, for anybody who doesn't know me, um, I definitely had no even clear sense that there was necessarily a higher power. And um, I definitely did not have that traditional idea of God in my head to start with. And that um, I started talking to her and I was using, I decided I was going to use this term God just because that's how it is, how it felt to me, even if it wasn't the way it was defined by other people. And at the end of it, I said, oh my gosh, I sound like an evangelical, don't I? And she was like, yeah, you kind of do. <laughs> you know? Sarah, I would never, ever say that about you. <laughs> like having spent all this time with you, I was like, mm, yeah, no, those two don't go together. <laughs> Not in my head anyway. <laughs> but trying to use that language. But I can see, from, yeah. Right, trying to take that word God and mean what I meant. She's like, well, I know that's not what you meant because I know who you are. But if somebody else heard you just on the outside, you know, the set, things that I was saying, like, you know, God is always there and God is as warm as the sun, you know, and that you can turn your head and God is there, you know. <laughs> and and I, um, the thing is, it's really literal. Yeah. But the beauty of this, um, you bring a good point. I think we get consumed with the words and um, how other people are going to see it, view it, what they're going to take away. Again, what I perceive and feel and experience is completely different than yours. And that goes with the words as well. So if I have a, if a word has a certain energy and meaning for me, it might not have that for you. And that's okay. I can um, communicate with you and use the words that we can both agree. It's like a compromise. Let's both agree. Okay. Does this have the same energy for you? Okay. Let's use this instead of God. Like, you know, I notice with my clients, there are a lot of them I can't use God, but I can use universe. Or I cannot, I may not use God, but I can use divine. Right. Or source. Or source. So, um, and that's okay, because it really doesn't make a difference is the energy 
and the energy it has for you or the other person. Right. And I think maybe at some point we were all uh, these beings that communicated without word and it was just an energy exchange. And I think that was probably much more cleaner and clearer way of communicating rather than words. But then, you know, we came up with words and now it all even like language you know like one the same word if you use it in one language it has a different energy than when you use it in another one absolutely same thing same word but different energies and different um yeah and th then that means if it has a different energy the person that's receiving it if they have their own kind of definition and energy with it, and that's how miscommunication happens. Right. And I do think that that's an important point. I guess it, about communicating with other people, it's partly about, are you both willing <laughs> to make the effort to meet in the middle? And I guess if you're talking to somebody that you feel like is just sort of dismissive or not interested in that conversation, then of course you just don't continue it. Mm -hmm. um, but I've been really surprised that things that I that I feel like I normally would never have said out loud, like um, actually a lot of it is about the trauma being held in the body, you know, to people that I know are very like physical based and mm -hmm. just being like, like, yeah, I couldn't believe how much my pain went away after I, you know, released this or that trauma. Um, and some of the really interesting discussions we get into because of being willing to just say that one starting mm -hmm. topic, whatever it is. Um, and I think that more people than I even realized actually are interested. And this is why I guess I think it's important about the word choice is because when I get to that point of somebody who's basically saying, hey, OK, explain more about what you're talking about. Um, I can't help it. It's in my nature, I think, to want to be as clear as possible for them. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm like, OK, how can I translate this for and even if I don't know them that well? Right. I, so I have to go off just whatever clues I have. But um, I'm but that is your gift. <laughs> Wait, what? Which? That is your gift. That that is a gift you have. That it's your willingness. It's your willingness to be able to um, share and say, okay, let me play and tune. You know, tune into your. Uh, like you, you have your tune, they have their tune and you sort of like try to match it to their tuning and sort of like, okay, let's all communicate at this. Now you understand me. Like I was like, you know, if I was an alto and I don't know, I, I'm, I have no music background. What's up? You were on a good metaphor to start with. To, I liked it. I, I know, but this is, I don't know the terminology. Like when is somebody's really high and somebody's pitch is really low? You know, they, they, it's not, it doesn't come maybe together if they're going off. But then there is a middle place that both of them, you find harmony in that and it works together and you understand each other and you play and dance with each other. And I think that's the beauty. And it goes back to something else that you mentioned. I think I've made the post several times and especially today I made that post as well that different doesn't mean against. Right. 
different just means different. And it's those differences, actually, the contrast is the biggest part of life and the most beautiful part of life because it gets you to experience that dance and that movement and uh, flow and boundaries, everything. That contrast is needed for as part of the fun and the experience of this life. And I think what you're saying is that that, that is your gift, really. I've seen you do it, that you can bring harmony to a conversation that is like, okay, they're here, I'm here. Let me let me tune into their frequency and okay now I found it let's just flow here now you understand me. Wow well thank you I'll take that I mean <laughs> I do think that's sort of what I do in my job actually I'm coming yeah. to realize that that communicative sort of desire that I have right that's what teaching is all about is figuring out how to approach somebody who is in a very different place. Good teachers. No good teachers yes good teachers yes. that's that's what they try to do. Um, yeah, I don't know. Thank you for that. Um, I don't know where to go from there. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I know. Sarah, guys, for those of you that don't know Sarah, Sarah takes it in, processes it. Then she comes back. This is this is her process right now. She's, <laughs> she's finding that tune and that harmony. <laughs> so at any moment, she's just going to pick up and say, okay, I got this. Now I have more questions. Now I have more responses. And it's perfectly fine and okay. Um, I know one of the other things we said we wanted to talk about today, and I think we have in a bit, is um, one thing that uh, if we didn't say it, I'd like to bring it up again, is that magic is not outside of you. Ah, yes. Magic is inside each and every one of us. And again, it's how you choose to experience magic and how you choose to see the world or experience the world. And it is something that it's coming from inside out, not outside in. Um, I don't think anybody, you know, I'm going to say anybody, I don't think anybody can experience magic from outside in. You, It has to come from the inside because it is related to, it's more heart-centered than mind-centered, and it's more joy and joy-centered than anything else. So um, I did want to bring that up, and I think... Um, we also mentioned we're going to talk about communicating with others when it's magic. Um, one thing I wanted to add, be open. I mean, really just as long as you stand in your truth and you speak your truth and speaking from a place of how you want to experience this world and your world, this is your creation, this is your world. Um, you have other people in your world. Right now, Sarah's in mine and I'm in hers and you guys joining us are in both of ours and we've, we've gathered this community to exchange our creative worlds, but it is my creation and my experience. So from that perspective, um, be open to and be willing to stand in your truth and communicate 
um, you know, whatever you wish to communicate from your heart um, and let others' uh, expressions or how they take it be theirs. We can never match other people. Um, sometimes you find that harmony and balance and sometimes you're not going to find that harmony and balance. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And you just have to, at that point, let things be that give the other person that right as well, that they have a right to their choice, they have a right to their truth, they have a right to say magic is a bunch of BS and, you know, forget it, you're all crazy. And you can still say, okay, that's your view, I appreciate that. And my view is magic everywhere. And uh, unicorns do exist. So it's okay for um, that difference, that contrast to be there. Just don't take it in as uh, others are against you or that you have to sort of prove them wrong or have to accept or change things in order as a need for a community, as a need to be who you are. And I think that's actually a really important point for a lot of people when it comes to, say, family. Um, I certainly know that as I, I personally feel like I've been more open about saying things in the way that I feel them and not <laughs> saying it in the way that other people will necessarily understand, which I'm practicing being able to do that as well. Um, and that's actually really hard for me. And then I feel like you told me a long time ago that people also kind of shift with you a little mm -hmm. bit. So the other thing is just because maybe right in this moment, the people that are in your lives, right? maybe don't understand where you're coming from so much. But I will say, I feel like the more that you kind of just speak your own truth, talk about your own magic or uh, the magic of the universe, um, it's really surprising that I've noticed that people are picking up my language. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, you know, I have a um, even my husband who never used to say things like, oh, it's a sign from the universe. You know, that's something that now we're seeing, you know, the synchronicities together, as opposed to me just feeling like, you know, oh, is that really what it is? Or right, having that kind of conflict. And I think the more that you live in that, yes, this is what I'm experiencing. Um, people either will or will not, right, shift with you. But I do think there will be a shift mm -hmm. either away from you or towards you. And um, I think that that's where people get hung up on this idea of the standing alone or standing in, alone in your own truth, is they also don't realize that in the long run, you'll actually end up being more connected, not less connected to the people around you because you'll have those people that are in your same vibration right or it kind of in your same thinking will kind of be attracted to you as well a great point yes because all it all is you do need that time to sort of marinate and understand yourself and that that's why i say it's also important if if that time is needed for you to be alone and the universe is saying, this is a time for you to be alone. Don't take it as a means that you're always going to be alone. It's just that you need to get grounded and centered in um, your own heart, your own being, your own truth. And once you know that and you speak that and you share that, then whoever is a match to that is going to appear and is going to be there. And... Um, Nothing in this world was created to be alone. 
if you look at birds, plants, species, everything, um, there's always going to be community. There's always going to be a match to it. So uh, let that fear go. Awesome. Yes. Amen. Well, good stuff today. We went all over the place. I know that we said magical curiosities, but I think we talked about more magic, which was uh, um, fantastic. Uh, we'll, we'll end it here. Thank you guys for joining us. Again, remember, once a month we are doing this. I think we said on the first Tuesday of every month. Yes. So tune in to next month. And if there are any topics that you want us to... Uh, discuss during these shows. Uh, you can go ahead and comment on the show. Um, send me a message. Send Sarah a message. Let us know. We'll be happy to talk about it. Thank, thank you, you so guys. much. It was awesome to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everybody.